With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Go Throw Production. Like me. 
Sports Jerky, man. Y'all already know this back to business 52. And we got two lanes, James, on the line, man. He going to be getting his chop session in. It's jerking. I'm telling you, like Night Train the Brain say, this a muddy, muddy situation, man. We pumped up. We excited. Y'all, man, you know what? After, after hearing that man open it up, big sass that Night Train the Brain, man. When you come out and you open up with something like that, man, you got to sauce the people up on the radio, man. You didn't got that. You know, you didn't got them licking their lips and ready to get jerky. So let's go ahead, man. We're going to, you know, y'all done heard Tulane James in the playlist, man. We've been playing it. We've been jamming it. Big shots after that boy, man. All love, man. Y'all already know. Um, like I said, man, we pumped up to finally get him on the show, man, and get this session off in here, man, so we can get him chopping with us and find out a little bit more about him. And we're going to get it in. But, man, follow that up, man. We, we got to give you one from Tulane James, man. We'll give you a little mix session real quick. Man, we'll give it to you. Come on, man. Let's work. Yeah. 16 with the triple B. Since 15 is early rhymes of theme. 16 with the triple B. Since 15 is early rhymes of theme. At 14, learn how to murder things. Reppin' lucky number 13. Fuck 12, cause they learn things. Got 11 rounds and only one knee. Give me 10 before you hit the green. Pay your tie. Cloud 9, think I might see cheese. Bitch, I ate that fucking last ball. Keep the 7 seeds, just give me the keys to that foreign. My 6 cents and see your dead ass from afar. 5 minutes is all it takes for me to put you in the morgue. And I try 2 for 1, all you haters before. 3 signs, are you blind or do you need more? Tulane James is back and I'm here to evenly score. One more time in case you bust us, try to ignore it. Hey, this is Dallas, Mr. Exclusive. Check out my new record, See, right here on Chop on the Radio. Radio, 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 radio. Mr. Exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Straight shot, no chaser. Money over everything, bitch, I'm about my paper. Gotta stay forever green, get it with my team Fam, I'll keep it any ready, nigga Playing, you gon' see Every day I'm at the summer It's all legal, let it grow I ain't rich, but I ain't broke Nigga, no, I ain't staring how I did it You just mind you and your bitch You wasn't helping when I motherfucking need it You just stay out my way I keep it in now So I don't care about who you know, what they found I just do it with my famos I already got it We don't have no openings, there is no free slide Keep it any ready, nigga. Playing, you gon' see. Playing, you gon' see. 
That's why I stay to my motherfucking self So evil I can be But really it ain't me Playing you gon' see 52 cards in the deck Playing with 48 jacks Told me keep it ruthless No problem, I'm on they neck Fuckin' askin' for respect These niggas pussy and I know they know You the type to tell them that you sold out But nobody showed You the type to brag about some bitches We know they some hoes You the type to think you keepin' secrets We already know I ain't worried about it, I'm just honey cake Buy my paper, gotta stay forever green. Get it with my team, fam. I'll keep it any ready, nigga. Playing, you gon' see. Playing, you gon' see. That's why I stay to my motherfuckin' self. So evil I can be. But really, it ain't me. Playing, you gon' see. But playing, you gon' see. Be 
been through most of the shit that I have. You wouldn't understand why I live on the gap. For years, man, I know my mama had it bad. Coming up without my pops, man, it made me mad. So I was gifted in rebellion and hell yeah. Every corner turned, I could feel death trailing. R.I.P. to all the dreams like the rest in the street. And now I pray to God, I'm still standing on my feet. Shout out to all the ones still holding me down. Cause I know a lot of people straight counting me out. And when a nigga down and out, guarantee, man, ain't nobody ass around to be found. I'm a whole damn track like a sprinter. Since day one, boy, I always been a winner. Ain't never been a beginner, born a brother, go get her. Yeah, you better ask somebody, my nigga. Why you think I'm out here on the ground and I'm still going hard? Even though my whole damn life is gone. I came up from a broken home and I left behind bars. Be the reason why I'm dropping these bars. Been through the struggle, man, you feel my pain. I got a lot to lose and way more to gain. Why you think I'm out here still grinding, man? Cause I'm still having visions on my claim to fame. Man, I'm out here on the grind and I'm still going hard. Even though my whole damn life is gone. Coming up from a broken home and I left behind bars. Be the reason why I'm dropping these bars. If you been through the struggle, then you feel my pain. I got a lot to lose and way more to gain. Y'all already know, man. Y'all already know how we do it, man. Y'all know we keep it jerking over here, man. Before we get off into that jerking, man, go ahead, man. Get your stuff ready, man. Go ahead, twist up, man. Get on that medical if that's what you do. You got your drink, man. Go and pull your drink up. You know what I'm talking about? Whatever you do. If you don't do none of that, then, hey, get comfortable. Tell them kids to go sit down, close the door. You getting ready to be on top on the radio, you dig? And we going to get y'all ready. I be high, I be smoking that medical, get you some money, bitch, that what you better do, hey, you know me, cause I'm 10 steps ahead of you, open the business and generate revenue, don't put that punk ass bitch on no pedestal, I just might eat up the beat like an edible, my face is good in the street, bro, I'm credible, I got the munchies, I'm smoking on cookies, opportunity with us, so I took it, Mr. O'Cliffin, you can't overlook it, I'm an OG bitch, I'm far from a rookie, I got that stacked in, got the packed in, made it back being through the night, I got whatever you want me to say, yeah, I'm talking whatever, et cetera, et cetera. I got that back in once or twice. I got that back then, got the pack in, made it back being through the night. I want a black being for my wife. He got a Mac 10 with a light. They got an AK with a knife. These niggas sweet, they don't want to fight. Real niggas, yeah, we back in the hood. White eye, we ain't rolling no wood. Your ticket low, bro, but they ain't no good. I got a Vietnamese rapping Triple G and she put Versace on my belt. I got the clip with me, so niggas tripping. Watch how my young niggas gon' sell. I be high, I be smoking that medical, get you some money, bitch, that what you better do, hey, you know me, cause I'm 10 steps ahead of you, open the business and generate revenue, don't put that fuck ass bitch on no pedestal, I just might eat up the beat like an edible, my face is good in the street, bro, I'm credible. I got that pack in once or twice, I made it back then, dropped the track then, made the back end couple nights, I had to shake shit up like dice, hustle hard like an article ice, I'm like Kobe Bryant with a mic, taking out to my last flight. I got love for my niggas that's blood. I got love for my niggas that's cuz. Different walks of life, different thugs. But we getting it out the same mud. I done went back trapping like an addict. All I do is add, add, no subtracting. Niggas got a sad spot in the attic. Make them bitches disappear like magic. I got to get the paper automatic. Can't go without it, Jack. I got the hat. When it come to making money, I'm fanatic. A couple pints of lean up in the cab. Whatever I think you need, then I'ma have it. All about green dollars, that cabbage. I'ma get up off my ass and get at it. This nigga wanna sit at home and play mad. I got a million dollars.
dollar money scheme. Sipping on perks, serving him green. Press off a three five and a bean. Might put a heavy crease in my jeans. I just want more money, I'm a fiend. I just want solid niggas on my team. I drop some more money on the ring. Nine diamonds dancing on my queen. I be high, I be smoking that medical. Get you some money, bitch. That what you better do. Hey, you know me, cause I'm just up ahead of you. What's jerky, man? Back to business 52, Tulane James. Y'all already know it's the Mr. Man. 1033 South C. That's me, you dig? Femmo Nation. Chop on the radio. We off in here, man. Big shouts out to Tulane James, man. Y'all already know, man. We let y'all fall up in here, man. Shouts out to everybody that's tuned in by phone, man. And big salute to everybody that hit that link and jerking with us online, you dig? Yeah. So, man, we got the host, man, the other host. They getting it in. They in the green room right now. We getting ready to go ahead and bring Tulane James, man, to the show. Tulane James, Famo, man, welcome to Top On It Radio. What's good with you? Famo, what's jerking, man? Man, Tulane say, James. you got the best hand. Yeah. You got hey, the I best hand, you, man. What's before, good? First and, for, first and foremost, you know. Thanks for the love and support. I already appreciate it. Spending the record. More, more important than that, just the love, man. Man, that's what's up, man. That's how we get down over here, man. Before we get started, go ahead, man. Let the people know, man, where they can find you. Drop your links, man. Go ahead, pop your shit, man. Yeah, man. So you can find me anywhere just by typing in CWO, like the number two, Lanes with a Z, L A N E Z, James with a S, J A M E S. You could t- type that in Google, Facebook, anywhere you want. You could go to TulaneJames.com and find out a whole lot more about me, my background, my bio, inspiration. You can find links to all my streaming platforms, all my music, my social media. Everything is on TulaneJames.com, so you don't even have to really go through a whole lot of trouble to find me. You just hit that .com. Straight up. That's straight where it's up, at. just like that. Just like that, where man. Let them know where you located at, man. Or you can say where you so, do business at. Uh, let's say that. <laughs> yeah, so the big D, you know, the big D, Dallas, Texas. Straight up. DFW, really, really the whole Metroplex, man. I don't really just claim one spot, man, because, you know, I'll be moving around doing my thing. And, uh, Straight up. You know, I mean, really, I got Straight I up, man. digital marketing, so I really, I, I work with people even beyond the state of Texas, you know what I'm saying, anyway, because I do a lot of networking there, but uh, musically, okay. uh, you know, came came on the scene out of Oak Cliff, uh, Keith the Polk area of Oak Cliff, started freestyling okay. on the street, cats was feeling me, 
You know, my stuff is unique. Have my own style out the gate. Cats blew my head up. You know what I'm saying? I got serious about it. <laughs> yeah. And when I started taking it serious, that's when things started moving. Next thing you know, I'm opening up for Rick Ross. Next thing you know, I'm opening up for 112. Mr. Pookie as well, whom you know I got the track uh, Gangster with Twin V. Gangster with? Uh, yes, sir. We're going to get into that too. <laughs> yes, sir. So, you know, things kind of started escalating over time, you know, but really it started off just me honing my skills, man, like really in, in a circle of cats, you know, freestyling, and it right. got around to me, <clears throat> you know, and I couldn't just sit there and look stupid. What am I going to do? Not freestyle? Right. So, you know, I right, yeah. put some poetry. I busted out with some poetry I had. This was back when I was 15 years old. That's when I started out, freestyling, 15. Busted out with some poetry okay. I had, you know. And, uh, yeah. hey, it worked. It worked. They were feeling it. And for me, it, it, it just kind of took off. Instead of just writing poetry and stuff, it was it was writing songs, writing music. Mm. Man, I'm glad you brought that up, man. You know what I mean? With the poetry. You write poetry and then, you know what I mean, start writing the music, man. Um, for you being able to do that, you know what I'm saying, how does that, when you do write your music, you know what I'm saying, when you're coming up with your raps, you're coming up with your rhymes, your songs, you know, is that just something that just fluently, you know, connects with the poetry and writing your music with the rap and stuff? Ooh, that's a great question, man. I'm glad you asked that question, Sambo, because, uh, that's something that I really, I'm going to drop some gems for just, you know, for artists out there. So, man, let's get it. It, it helps to have, it helps to have a structure when you write it. Okay. And I learned this from creative writing when I was in grade school, we was doing, you know, storytelling and writing, you know, books. I even wrote a children's book and illustrated it when I was in like fifth grade, you know what I'm saying? So I learned how to Dang. write at an early age. And one of the first things that I learned, my teacher told me that really stuck with me. It really resonated. And this stuck, this has stuck with me my whole life from day one. She said, begin with the end in mind. In other words, before you begin mm-hmm. telling a story, you got to know what's to raise. You got to know what, where you're going with it. How's this story right. going to end, first of all? Because then you're really just freestyling. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right. You ain't really got no story behind it. And if it ain't got no substance, if you ain't really talking about nothing, you're not compelling someone when they listen to your music and, and they don't feel some type of way, and you're just yakking at them on the microphone behind a beat. That's really all you're doing. So mm, deep. That, that's what has allowed me to, you know, perfect the art of storytelling because once you know how you're going to end it, it makes it easier to feel how uh, to figure out how to – I might even know how okay. I want to jump off on a beat. When I, when I first hear a beat, don't get me wrong, I might know how I want to jump off with it with the first four bars, right? But before I keep right. moving any further, I start to ask myself, well, how am I going to, how, how do I want to come in off the hook? Because I want to leave some, I want to leave a strong message. The last four bars got to be really important before that hook come in because I want to leave these, I want these people to go spin this, this record back again and listen to what I'm really saying. You see what I'm saying? It's deep. Yes, sir. And so, and so that makes the, the middle bars, the middle four bars, that makes it so much easier to write because you already got your last four bars. You got your first four bars. Even if you knew how you wanted to jump out before you did the last four bars. But still, you got to figure out how you want to end it, though. You can't just keep, you know, rapping and rapping right. and rapping and where is this going? Where is this going, though? And so that's something that, uh, that's a gem I wanted to drop for y'all. I'm glad you asked that question. It's like you psychic. 
Man, big shots out. And you know what, that. man? You the first one. <laughs> you the first one that really just broke it down from that viewpoint, man, from that perspective. You know what I mean? And me listening to, you know, everything else, listening to a lot of people, what they say, but from that perspective, man, that gives some people, that's going to have some people thinking right there. That's going to have some people yeah, thinking man, right you know. there because you're right, man. I agree with everything you were saying. That's real. It, it helps. You know, now I can freestyle some mean parts to it, you know. When I'm writing a track and it's got somebody on it that I know, hey, this could this could hit levels, and you got right. a hook and you got a you got a a theme of the song, you know, if you know what you're talking about, then that's what you're supposed to be talking about, you know, keep right, it right. on foot. And so as much as possible, because that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to you spinning it from your your viewpoint, you know. So the song "Gangster" was from my viewpoint of what being gangster is. And whatnot, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't just me just writing a writing a bunch of lyrics just to see, if, hey, if this will stick. Nah, we we made a hit. Right. We made it yeah, that way yeah. With intent. Man, that thing. Let's let yeah, man. Let's get into that man with that song, that gangster man. Now you got Slim D and feature Mr. Pookie man. Break that down for me, famo. You got to give us. A, you got to tell us what's good on that man. Ooh, so man, let me tell you. Me and Slim that record, go back. Hey, that's so hot. That shit jerky, man. <laughs> hey, it's that reggae. I'm telling you, man, it's different. Because, see, you got a lot of cats, you know, we doing the hip-hop stuff. But when you start to infuse right. and you cross over and now you're doing, you know, reggae. And we got, you know, we're doing rock. We're doing all kinds of stuff. We got neo-soul. We doing we do a lot of stuff, really, when it comes down to production of what we do. But talk about my homie Slim, really, because I got to give a shout-out to Slim D. Slim D is out of Beaumont, Yeah, big shout out to Slim D, man. Yeah, Slim D, me and him go back to 2005, and this is the, the time where I really got uh, serious and started doing, uh, you know, my first studio session recording, you know, paid studio session recording, doing uh, shows, you know, really getting serious. He heard one of my freestyle tapes, and uh, ironically, we talk about freestyle, he heard one of my freestyle tapes, and he was like, hey, I'm working on some stuff, I got a little studio you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to do some stuff, I'm trying to make some stuff move, and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm gonna come through, check you out one day, right? So, you know, I fell through there. He pulled up the beats and stuff, you know, showed me what he was working with, man, and just from just from that day, man, like hearing his production skills and just just hearing what he had behind the beat, you know, just just the talent, man. Yeah, yeah. He got them he got them Jamaican roots, right? So he got that reggae vibe, and plus, you know, he come from the from yeah. the dirty south, you know, deep, deep down, Beaumont, you know. And yeah, so that vibe is that vibe is on point, man. Kind of, yeah. He also kind of had that Houston uh, cadence, you know, with the flow, but then the catch and sing too. So it's like he's just so talented, man. He's, he's versatile too. And so, just we kind of, you know, we started making music, and then eventually, a lot of other cats came around. We we kind of built a group. We was called the Big Bow All Stars back then. And it was like seven. Oh, of okay. And that's when we were. That's when we were doing shows with like. That's when we did like a the Rick Ross show. We even did a show at One Twelve, the R and B group back then. <clears throat> so you know, right, we right, right, yeah. Early two thousand, you know. So we've always been making music together, and um, how we bumped into Mr. Pookie. Well, really, I met Pookie through his producer, the one that produced. Uh, his number one independent uh, album sales in all of Dallas. He holds that title for uh, the Rippler, the album, the Rippler, right? With Crook for Life. The Rippler, yeah. So, 
Right, right. Yeah, shout out to shout out to my boy Kevin A. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I met Kevin A. through my job, right? Doing digital marketing. Oh, okay. Because that's what I yeah. do on the side. I do digital marketing. I do search engine marketing and stuff, right? Google, all that kind of stuff, right? We can talk about that too. But anyway, to get back to the point of the story. I met Kevin A. and I let him hear my music, demo my music. At first, you know, I knew who he, I knew who Kevin A. was, but when he told me when he confirmed it, he knew Pookie, and I was like, hey, what would it take to get Pookie on the track? What would it take to get Pookie, you know, do a collab with Pookie? Yeah, like, just a phone call. He was like a phone call, you know. And so, I pretty much the whole time, you know, was thinking, well, man, you know, I need to, I need to come up with something, right? When you come up with some heat, then. Well, me and right. Sam had the track Gangster, and we actually bumped into Pookie. I have, we, I have met Pookie a couple times in, in between these times, but let's just say this. When we finally decided to do Gangster, we was at a club, and we happened to be doing an opening act. We didn't even know that Pookie was going to be there performing. It just so happened Pookie mm. was there. We was doing an opening act. I was sitting at the table. Pookie came up. He recognized me. He was like, what's up? And I'm chilling with Slim. And we just thought about it, man. And we was like, you know, if there's any track out there we want to do, man, with, with, with Pookie, it's, it's going to be gangster because it was, it was already fire. It was already stuff we had been working on. And we pretty much just finished it off with adding him as a feature. With a, with the track already, we already thought it was fire. Just me and Slim on it. But, man, when we put Pookie on it, that just solidified it, man. That just, now it's like, it's legendary. I mean, <laughs> right. That track yeah. is old. It's classic. It don't, it don't talk. It's timeless because we ain't talk about no time or events in it. We just there on topic talk about classic gangster. That's all there is to it, man. And you know what, my old man? I I I, I see. Listen to you, man. I know you got your got your head on right because you mentioned time and events, right? And a lot of artists, yep. you know what I mean, put dates. You know what I mean? In they songs and times of events like that, man. Well, what's your take yeah. on that? I think you know there are situations that may that may call for that. You know, but this right. was one of them situations where, you know, to me, what we were the the point we were trying to make with gangster, which is the point we was trying to make, is that you ain't got to have guns to be gang. Guns ain't what makes you gangster. You know, listen to the lyrics, man. Right. Yeah, yeah, we keeping the gangster on the track. Yeah, we still it's still a gangster song because that's that's the audience, man. But yeah, what people need to, to wake up to is that there's there's a reason to be gangster, and we can get into that. To me, when you talk about gangs, we talking about tribes, man. We talking about protecting your community, yeah. protectors. That's what gangs are supposed to do. They're supposed to protect. Yeah, ain't supposed right. to steal and rob and take stuff that ain't yours. You're supposed to take people for taking what was not theirs from you. That's a hundred k. Yeah, that that's what being gangster is really about. It ain't about flexing your guns and doing this, popping off and, and and flying your colors, man. It ain't about that. You know, it's about your family, yep. your family. You know what I'm saying? It's about protecting right. what you got, man, and fighting back against the systematic oppression. That's what gangster really yeah. is. It's finding a way to still man, that's in. Deep. You know, amongst the setup, right? Being, you know, being against you, it's 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 everything set up to be against you in the first place. You know, it's dog eat dog world, man. You know, it ain't fair. It's real. Make some life. We can't just sit around and hope 
it's going to come to us with no action. So that's what gangsters really about, man. That's what it's about. It ain't it ain't about popping off and trying to be the biggest, baddest person on the earth and all that, man. Because you know, but it's about keeping it real to the bone. You know, yeah, yeah. Like everything I say, and you can get you get that from that from that song too. You exactly, get that man. Feel. That's what we try to do. We wanted it to be classic. We wanted it to be something that you could jam ten years from now, and then you will be like, "Hey, if for anything, all we know is people that probably think it came out ten years ago because it's right. how good it now. I mean, it's it. right, you know? right. I see what you're saying. Yep. That's, uh, yep, that's yep, I'm I'm that. and, and and then I got to give credit to Reggie Webster. He's the guitarist. He's the guy that you actually okay. hear on guitar, and that guitar is something a lot, man. It just puts you to Put you in a trance, man. Like man. that track. Now, that track. how was that working with him? So he also been uh, he been rocking with us for a while too, because we did an album. One of our first albums we did was called Texas Swing, and that's some underground stuff. You can look it up. It's on some of the some of the older net, uh, platforms out there and stuff like Bandcamp and stuff. But yeah, we actually thinking about uh, we think about re-releasing that on Spotify and some of the other you know more updated platforms, but. I kind of right. believe in uh, sprinkling content in different directions, too, like having exclusive content on different platforms, because that's what gives fans to be stickier, and then they actually follow you on those different platforms, whereas if you just put all your eggs in one basket, got all your music on all platforms, and you don't get no re- uh, nobody a reason to listen to, to you on those other platforms, you know, Come you on with it. Come on with it. Begin so that's just another gem I want to chop for you right there, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, Reggie Webster, he's been a guitarist with us for a while. We did an album, pretty much a whole album with Reggie Webster uh, helped co-producing that. A lot of the uh, music we do has real instruments, you know what I'm saying? It's real guitars and bass and stuff being played in it. When you go back and listen to it, like, okay. yeah, we're really doing some stuff in the studio. Yeah, you know, that's it's fun, man. man. We have fun with it. Yeah, we have fun. Yeah. Like, that's the most so important So you being able to perform live hard. with a band... You being able to perform live with a band would be comfortable for you then. Oh, yeah. I've even gone to the House of Blues in Dallas with a guitarist, different guitarist. But this dude was more of a rock Dang. guitarist. He, he, uh, he played some riffs, and all I did was sit there and rap. He played different riffs. Yeah. And I rapped, like, like different 16 bars, like, different verses. And just... At the House of Blues, yeah, like man? Yeah, four or five. Yeah, at the House of Blues. With a guitar, with just a guitarist, <laughs> no beat, man. guitar riff. I do Say that, and that's jerking, man. Dang it, yeah, that's jerking right there, man. A lot of people don't get get that opportunity. You know what I mean? To be in that in that situation, I know you was feeling that. Man, music just in me, man. It's in my bones, man. I just feel it, man. It just just vibrations. You know what I'm saying? That's really what it is, bro. It's in you. Yeah. Some people let right, it vibrate right. them, but they don't. You know, it ain't vibrating in them. You know what I'm saying? They hear it, but they ain't listening. Man, come on. I'm that's listening. real. So let's do this, <laughs> man, because you dropping a lot of jewels on them, man, and we're going to keep it jerking. I'm let's trying, go on man. here. Let's get into the gangster. And when we come back after the gangster, man, we're going we gonna to finish chopping too, man, because we got uh, another one from you too that we got to spin. But I'm going to let you go ahead, man, and bring this gangster song out, man, and we're going to spin it for him. Let's do it. All right, go ahead. You can drop the name, man. Tell them what it is, and we got you. So this is Gangster by Slim D featuring Mr. Pookie and Tulane James. 
Just like that. Let's work. You say I'm gangsta, the way that rude boy walk, man, I things get to talking and body them. You say I'm gangsta, you say I'm gangsta, you say I'm gangsta, you say I'm gangsta, the way that rude boy walk, man, I things get to talking and body them. You say I'm gangsta, him say him a road boy, no mistaking for body boy. Phone up your posse, I and I call him the real McCoy. Call him a gangsta, no I'm stepping upon the faker. No I'm stepping upon the faker, I am a reach out and blank ya. True gangsta, no time and up a faker. Him not gangsta, chop him something good before I bust him brain. Him I take with the same. We not same, I say Him not wanna be, but him carry on Him think some gangsta with them pistol carry on, carry on Keep me bike strong, too much gangsta where me from Where I from, some of them not come One shot of the rum, one give me more rum When me done, split in the air, I burn One with your turn, ya gangsta, ya earn, ya earn Him say him gangsta, the way the road boy walk now the things get to talking and body them But say I'm gangsta Him say I'm gangsta Him say I'm gangsta The way the road boy walk now the things get to talking and body them But say I'm gangsta Him say I'm gangsta Gangsta walking, gangsta talking, yeah, my gangsta on point. Gangsta stalking for the niggas who know the shit that I'm on. Ain't about that talking, shit, come show me. No spit box drip. You about that sparking, shit, let's blow it. I got some heat top trip. He think he gangsta with his crew. I see the y'all got guns. I'm more gangster than even you. Ain't got a cousin and one. You say it's beef? Well, I'm prepared. I calculated the steps. So when you thinking you prepared, I hit the family with them. That's right, fuck with me, I'm offended. Empty clips and repentance. Overkill on you. Niggas with ripple feelings is ripping intensively. Had you care for bitch? That's what you want in a coma hole and can't say shit. Now you can't front. Say it's lesson for these niggas. I was blessed with intuition. Gotta lead it by example. Let me smoke this intuition. Fuck this small talking, barking. You niggas is lame. No, at all talking, I'm sparking. Beware of the flame. You say I'm gangsta. The way that rude boy walk, now that things get to talking and body them. But say I'm gangsta. Him say I'm gangsta. Him say I'm gangsta. The way that road boy walk, now that things get to talking and body them. Him say I'm gangsta. Him say I'm gangsta. They call it organized crime, but it's all about survival. I'm protecting what's mine, otherwise my rivals might conspire or connive. Against my rights at all, boils down to me, trying to protect my life. My life bring a knife to a gunfight, so who's down to ride? Affiliated with nothing but gangsters by my side, and we are not afraid to die and hide for an eye or two, for a tooth, and ready to back up anything I ever say in a recording booth. The truth is, I could die alone, or I could die knowing that at least I had. Homies sweat my back when the rest 
to the world was phony When I look over my shoulder See him standing right behind me Knowing I'm not ever lonely Squad goes That's just the way the mob goes So when it's time to unload Let the gun smoke Leave them trails blazing Cause that's the way I was raised up A certified, genuine, bona fide Truly glorified profession of gangsta the way the rude boy walk, now the things get the talking body them. I'm saying I'm gangsta. I'm saying I'm gangsta. I'm saying I'm gangsta. The way the rude boy walk, now the things get the talking body them. I'm saying I'm gangsta. I'm saying I'm gangsta. Famo, nah, famo, that shit jerk a little bit just too hard. It's top on the radio, man. You know, we do whatever the hell we want to do over here, man. We got to run that shit back, man. We, nah, man, we got to keep that going. Let's go. Gangsta. You. 
Gangsta walking, gangsta talking, yeah, my gangsta on point. Gangsta stalking for the niggas who know the shit that I'm on. Ain't about that talking, she come show me. No speed box drip. You about that sparking, she let's blow it. I got some heat top trip. He think he gangsta with his crew. I see the y'all got guns. I'm more gangster than even you. I ain't got a touch man one. You saying beef? Well, I'm prepared. I calculated the steps. So when you thinking you prepared, I hit the family with them. That's right, fuck with me, I'm offended. Empty clips and repentance. Overkill on you niggas when Ripple Phoenix is ripping intensively. Had you care for bitch. That's what you want in a coma hole and can't say shit. Now you can't front. Say it's lesson for these niggas. I was blessed with intuition. Gotta lead it by example. Let me smoke this intuition. Fuck the small talking barking. You niggas is lame. No, at all talk and I'm sparking. Beware of the flame. You say I'm gangster. The way that rude boy walk now that things get to talking and buying them. You say I'm gangster. You say I'm gangster. You say I'm gangster. The way that rude boy walk now that things get to talking and buying them. You say I'm gangster. You say I'm gangster. They call it organized crime, but it's all about survival. I'm protecting what's mine, otherwise my rivals might conspire or connive. Against my rights at all, boils down to me, trying to protect my life. My life bring a knife to a gunfight, so who's down to ride? Affiliated with nothing but gangsters by my side, and we are not afraid to die. And I for an eye, a two for a tooth, and ready to back up anything I ever say in a recording booth. The truth is, I could die alone, or I could die knowing that at least I had. Homies swept my back when the rest of the world was phony When I look over my shoulder, see him standing right behind me Knowing I'm not ever lonely, squad goes That's just the way the mob goes So when it's time to unload, let the gun smoke Leave them trails blazing, cause that's the way I was raised up A certified, genuine, bona fide, truly glorified You say I'm gangster. gangster The way them rude boy walk, now that things get to talking about it Then say I'm gangster you say I'm gangster. You say I'm gangster. The way that road boy walk, now that things get to talking about it, them. You say I'm gangster. You say I'm gangster. Jerk mode activated. Yes, sir. Two lanes, James, the place to be. Rocking Two lanes, James. 
Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, Two Lane Things, man. That track right there, man, was definitely, that vibe, man, was so good. We had to run that thing back, man. We had to run it back. We had to spit it again because everything you said about the song when you was putting it together, that's what you got out of it, man. That was the feel. That was the vibe. You did? So, man, big shots out, man. You know, we're going to keep you in rotation over this way, man. Now, when, when, when you recorded that, man, what studio did you get down with that? What studio did you work in with that track right there? So, uh, we actually recorded that at my homie Slim's place, and uh, he don't even got the place no more. This was one of them joints, one of them homegrown joints that, you know, we recorded out the booth, the closet booth. You know, one of the good old and then we mastered it in my garage. We we mixed and mastered it in my garage. Man, we had to go. <laughs> he had it on his computer. It, it, it was the chronicles of, of what we go through right here. He had it on his computer, man. And let me tell you something. The monitor that he had, that he had to plug it up to, was so old. And for some reason, we didn't have a plug that was that old. And so we had to go buy an adapter from Best Buy. And this was during COVID, like really strong during COVID. So we had to do curbside pickup to get the adapter from Best Buy just so we can mix and master Gangster so we can get it hot and ready and get it uploaded and get that mug going. Yeah, we had to go through some trials. Yeah. Hey, you know, we worked hard for that made one. It, you made it happen. Yeah, you yeah, made it happen. We worked hard for that one. It's worth it, though, because, hey, the replay value on that, it do make you want to replay it. Like, put that on our replay, mm-hmm. just loop it. <laughs> Man, and, and you show sure, I seen man where you had put you know what I mean the stream count on that thing, man. You feel me? And people definitely rocking with it, man. Go on, let them know, man. In case they ain't know, let them know, man, what that stream count is on that thing. Yeah, so we just hit uh, recently hit over 150k on Gangster on Spotify, and you know <laughs> man, we doing numbers that's there. A jerk. I got another track, Memory Lane, just uh, close to 150k. And both of them yeah. songs been out just about a year, year and a half. And so a year okay. and a half grind, you know, getting followers, getting people. Uh, I built a website, you know, I'm doing the marketing on that side. You know, what I found, one of the things I found is that, you know, you got your social media, you do your social media posts, but you're still limited within your own friends, your own circle. And so what you need, what artists right. are doing is they need to be getting uh, strangers, people that don't know who they are, because that's really, sometimes you, you'll find it interesting. People that don't really know you to judge you, they don't know you that well to judge you. Strangers sometimes show the most love. They play your, they will play your stuff. They'll, they'll follow you and add you to their playlist. You show up on playlist. That's real. That's some real shit, yeah. So you have to market yourself to people that don't know who you are. Yeah, you got your circle of friends, and yeah, they see you post over and over, but... But, you know, if they really, really mess with they rock with you, then, yeah, they're going to add it to their playlist. But you still only got a limit to pull the people that, you, that you're able to, you know, post content to. And so I spend more time trying to get people that don't know who I am, fans across the world, you know, yeah. to go and stream my music. And uh, that's the power of a website. That's what a website will allow you to do. If artists that don't have websites, I highly, highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, do you get into? Do you do your email blast? I know a lot of people do email blasts and things like that. Do you get into that, or, or, or you know what I mean? You yeah, I do. Uh, I do, and then once once people you know become fans, once people you know, I try not to spam people too much. 
but it's more so outreach for new fans. And then, you know, once they got, you know, once they got me locked in, you know, you know, because it don't take nothing but a follow, add the song, download the song, add it to your playlist, and I'm in there. Straight like that, man. Straight like that, man. Straight like that. Yeah, man. So, you know what I mean? I know you, like I said, friend, from you chopping it up, FMO, man, you definitely got your, uh, you can tell your head on right. You know, you know, you know some of the business behind it. And that's what we like, man, too, when we be chopping it up with a lot of people, man. we, I try to see, I know me personally, I try to see what people head at, where they mind at. You know what I mean? And just things that you said, yeah. you know, just in this brief t- time of us chopping it, you dig, like, the timing and events. You know what I mean? That stood out. You know what I mean? Something like that, that stood out right there, man. Uh, just the grind, even behind the song with the uh, Slim D and Mr. Pookie, how you broke it down, and it was on point. It matched exactly what the song, the feel, and the vibe it gave you. A lot of times people, you know what I mean, they explain certain, and it ain't no knock to nobody, but certain people, you know, come in and explain their song one way, but then you listen to it, you're like, nah, man, that. You didn't paint the picture on that at all. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah. how you set it up, man, and how you laid it out there, as soon as it came on, it was exactly how you laid it out there, man. And, and what you said, all of them hit on there. Now, you know, I know you already plugged in and locked in with FAMO, man. So we're going to bring FAMO on, man. And we're going to bring Night Train. We're going to bring Night Train the Brand on. We're going to bring Jack the Official on. Night Train the Brand, what's going on, FAMO? Not trying to bring drink ain't by all the good boys. Muddy, muddy situation. Coco Red on me. Make them hate on me. We heard women just like, what's good? Tulane Jane, what's good, famo? Night train, what's good, famo, man? You know, the same kind of game. That's it, man. Hey. Man, I'm happy to have you on the show, bro. Man, I'm going to tell you something. I didn't know you, that's how you came up with that record right there, bro. I said, I thought you hit that shit. But, man, that's an amazing story, bro. I yeah, didn't know that it's, shit. It's crazy because, you know, some things I feel like some opportunities present themselves multiple times, and you a fool if mm-hmm. you don't take it. Sometimes yeah. things get put in front of you, and you sleeping if you don't go ahead and, and, and get that, man. And so, yeah, you know, from the time I met Pookie, I met Pookie through Kevin A. I actually went to Pookie's studio, checked him Wait out. Wait a minute. Wait day. a minute. I didn't know um, you were fucking with Kevin A, Man, Kevin A. You on there with us? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's make sure Jag was on. Oh yeah. What's good, Jack? What's good, Jack? Hey, so Go ahead, Oh yeah, I was asking them about Kevin A cause see I remember Kevin A now. I used to go to the studio. Kevin A used to fuck with my uncle and shit. I used to see them niggas always in the studio, you know. And I remember Kevin A, man, that nigga sound was, oh, my goodness. I I didn't know you knew Kevin A too long. You fucking around, yeah. bro. Yeah, I knew, I knew Kevin A before I met Pookie. You know, and that's how I met Pookie because I asked him. I was like, hey, uh, you know, because... You know, we were chopping it up, and I gave uh, I gave Kevin A a copy of my Texas Ranger album. You know, when we did the Texas Ranger, matter of fact, 
shout out to Night Train because we need we need to go ahead and plug you with that track too. Uh, we need to start. Yeah, that wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. We got, me and me and Night Train got a track too together, man. We're gonna have to play y'all with that one, man, because that one. Hot. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, hey two line, you see that, bro? I ain't even. I ain't even getting. <laughs> oh, oh Train been holding out on us. Train been holding out on us. I've been holding out, bro. You hear that? Jay. We got another track Bevo. from Damn Near Melt Your Stereo, man. Got to be careful with that one. It'll melt your stereo. Jay, did you hear Night that, Train. man? Train been holding yeah. out yeah. on us, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, see, two line. Yeah. I'm a real one, fam. I, I say I ain't gonna send my nigga two line shit in. I don't know. I rather you do it. And we had to wait for the right time, bro. You know. That's yeah, I rather you do it, man. <laughs> yes, sir. We had a surprise. Damn, no. You fucked him up with that, bro. I never told no shit like that or nothing, bro. <laughs> hey, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, fam. Yeah, so me and Kevin, hey, man, we tight, man. Uh, we work together in the, in the digital marketing field. And so, you know, uh, that's how wow. I met him. And then, and then, like I said, you know, one day I just put two and two together. I was like, so you, you produce Pookie. You know, we were just chopping it up. And so what would it take to get a, a feature with Pookie? What would it take to get a collab? And he's like, a phone call. Just like that. Just mm-hmm. a phone call. And I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, okay. I was like, I didn't know what you're saying. I'm like, cool. So I'm like, but then I'm thinking, well, damn, what kind of track am I going to put Pookie on, though? Like, you know? Like, what what, what am I going to put him on? So me and Slim had this gangster track. Eventually, this is like months and months later. You know what I'm saying? We had this gangster track we was working on. And I kept bumping into Pookie because first Kevin A took me to the studio. I got to see Pookie do his thing in the studio one day. That's when I first met Pookie. Then I did a show, and Kevin A. brought Pookie out to my show, and they actually watched me perform. This was down at Deep Ellum, down at the Liquid Lounge. Yeah, and so I, I fuck with the so Liquid I met, Lounge, I met, I met Pookie a lot of times, man. You know, I met Pookie a lot of times, so it was like, for me to not get a collab, you know, get a feature with him, it, it's like almost inevitable. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to yeah. say it was like engraved. When you, when you run into somebody that many times, and you don't. It manifested <laughs> like, itself into existence. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. So I had to, man. I had to put that together, you know. And we had the right ingredients. We, we finally had the right thing put together, and I bumped into him again at a show. Didn't even know he was gonna be rocking the stage. Didn't even know I was opening up for him. I swear. We was in with this promoter. We did these shows all the time, and we just so happened to be there at the right place, the right time again. Bump into Pookie, and we were like, "Hey, let's do it." You know, Pookie like, "What's up? Let's do it." Yeah, damn. So, you man. know, it took a long time, but we made it happen. Man, hey, man, it's in the history books, bro. Some things just take time, you know. But if, but that's that's the thing. If you're persistent and you just keep, you, you stay consistent in what you're doing at your craft, man. I'm telling you, it's bound to pay off. It'll pay off. Shit, it's paying off. It's paying off big time, bro. And I feel like it ain't even hit yet. I feel like some people ain't even heard yet. It's probably probably when they hear it, they'll be like, dang, they hit me like that still with Pookie, what? Yeah. Yeah. Ripple on yeah, because <laughs> I'm going to tell you, bro, that nigga Dallas legend, bro. Can't too many niggas say they got a record with a Dallas legend, bro. And you, you at just brush shoulders with really that boy a lot of times. At this nah, point, I really don't good. even need no other features, because if anything, man, 
Y'all need a fit to heck up. I got you. Where the work at? Hey. Hey, give him, give him your information again, bro. And hold on. This team with the triple thing, baby. That's how we hear it, you know? Hey, you, um, you got your website, right? Yeah, you, you made James. it yourself? You made yeah, it yourself? Yeah, I designed that website myself. Hey, all by myself. so how can they get at you about making websites, like artists or anybody? How can they get at you? About hit me up at com. Hit me up at yeah, com or just hit my email tulanejames at gmail. Man, hit him Lane, up. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. With, 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 with the websites, man, what about podcast websites, radio show websites, things like that, man? Can you Can you touch on that a little bit real quick? Yeah, so you got the podcast, and I believe you have the ability to enable uh, embedded code, HTML code, and so all you would need is right. you know, a website, slap in your code, the HTML code, and a lot of that stuff will run in the background for you. A lot of that stuff is easy to just plug and play nowadays. But uh, the design, oh, okay. you know, the design, the concept, you know, that, that takes a little while sometimes, but... You know, that's something I kind of kind of experimented with, just different looks and different, you know, effects on my website. And I got it pretty much optimized for mobile, where, you know, right when you hit the page, there's a listen button. You ain't got to really do too much to really get started. And if you want to scroll down more, you can scroll down more and find out more about me, the whole bio. Like, I just, the whole layout is designed, you know, like a business. You know what I'm saying? I, I kind of think of everything from a business approach, because that's what you have to do as an independent artist. You have to think just like big box companies think. You have to do things just like big box, but you want to follow a budget, right? But you yep. got to have a budget, too. That's that's the first thing. A lot of artists don't even have a budget. They ain't even got $50 to spend a month. If you at least got $50 to spend a month, I promise you, bro, you could do a whole lot with that. You could do Facebook uh, boosted posts. Promotes. I've done a yeah. lot of that. Yeah. But yeah. You're limiting yourself about that, if you bro. don't have a dot-com. Yeah. Exactly, man. You're limiting yourself if you don't have a dot com. Why? Because a dot com allows you to have your own entity, your own branding, your own place, and you control the visitor, you control the traffic. Not Facebook, not Instagram and, and all these other channels, right? They people gotta go through them to get to you. But now when you got yeah. a dot com, you can say I could say two lanes james dot com all day and I ain't gotta tell you nothing else to you. Go hit that, and you'll find everything else you want. Everything about this, man. That's right. I don't even got to tell you where to find me on Facebook or Instagram or what my name is and all that, because you just go to twolanes.com, you're still going to get there. You see social links, everything. That's how you got to do it, man. Hey, you telling them some real shit, man. All the artists, all everybody. Man, you just don't want to be limited to social media because they will limit your ass. Put you in Facebook jail, Instagram jail. You can't get put in Instagram and Facebook jail on your own shit. So he telling y'all some real shit. So y'all need any websites. Get at TulaneJames.com. I just found two nice things with the social media, you know. I got family and friends that I've been messing with, you know, for, for so long, so many years. But, you know, they'll spin it once or twice. They'll play the track, you know. But half of them, 
I feel like, you know, you just bludgeoning them with spam if you keep posting the face. So I don't even really do a whole lot of Facebook posting, honestly, because mm-hmm. I know that I know that I can get complete strangers that ain't even my cousins and ain't even my people I went to school with and used to work with back at old, you know, whatever job, you know what I'm saying, five years ago, ten years ago or something that I don't really even probably even really fool with like that, you know. They don't want someone to know? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> probably not. But the ones yeah. that's out there, you know, in the UK and the ones that's out there in Norway and the ones that's out there, you know, they jamming my stuff, though. They jamming the shit out, yo. You know, see. buddy I grew up with, my cousin, you know, that I know since I was five years old. I've known that long. They'll play my stuff with, you know. That's what you got to do. You got to put yourself in front of new ears. Yeah, people who never heard your shit before because, like you said, man, a while ago, man, new people, they don't pass judgment. They just listen. If exactly. they fuck with your shit, they fuck with your shit, exactly. bro. Exactly. They rock with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they rock with you a very long time, bro. So, I think people have uh, untapped fan bases, bro, like you said. Um, if yeah. they if they fucking just put themselves out there and man, that budget shit real deal though, too line. You do gotta have yeah, a budget. You gotta do paid advertising. You gotta do paid marketing <laughs> to get those new people. Yeah, yeah, and see you you got a background in advertising, so I know you know about it, bro. I'm a guru so, at this stuff. Don't ask me anything you wanna know about it. You wanna be number one on Google, I'll tell you how to be number one on Google. See what I'm saying? You got a plumbing business. You got a roofing business. You got a side hustle. You want to be on Google? I can tell you how to do it. Easy money. Easy money, people. You got to have a budget. Too late. late. I think think people don't know that side about you, bro. Think that's why you able to do the numbers you doing, bro. Because, man, you got that mindset. You know what I'm talking about? That you telling me, people, man, it just ain't about the talent alone. Because if you 100% hey, I, you know, independent, you know. I like ain't want to come on here and just brag about numbers and then not tell the people, <laughs> you know, how I got, you know, because that's, yeah. what, that's what people need to hear, man. They need people that know the business and know what they're doing and, and can learn, really learn from somebody that really knows what they're doing. No, they, yeah. There's so many people misguided. And it's a shame because there's so much raw talent, and there's so many people that really could be doing big things, but they they Nobody so independent can. minded. They so stuck yeah. on an independent mind. It's okay to be an independent artist, but you gotta grind like you made it. You gotta you gotta play the yeah. game like you made the league. Uh, yeah, like you made it, and you gotta look major. You can't look like a Rudy Pooh neither, bro. Even though you broke in a bitch, you can't look it. Cause she, hey, who made that rule up right there, bro? In this rap shit, to where if you broke, you can't look broke. You gotta look all the way official, like you got it out. Who made that shit up, bro? Do you? Well, know? If I tell you who, they might they might come asking me, but I tell you, it's on that. I just say that. But uh, man, we, we get into conspiracies. That's a whole other interview. We have to book another session. But let me tell you. Well, uh, quit playing. We'll book it's your just, ass, It's just some man. things in the hip hop game 
if you if you know the history of hip hop, you know the game, and you know how you know certain people was involved in the game to try to you know infiltrate and and, and put certain let's just say vibrations out there. That's what created yeah. this whole this whole epidemic of you know bling bling and all this, and you got to have this. It's people showing off and, and mm-hmm. sometimes showing money that they really don't have. But in the grand scheme of things, it boils down to capitalism, and it's capitalism taking over the roots of what hip-hop is. But hip-hop has nothing to do with capitalism. Hip-hop has to do with speaking your mind and originated as a way to express. Yeah. Express, exactly, that's a good word, express these things that were against capitalism. We were fighting the power, right? So right. at some point there was a transition, and it's, 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 it was on purpose. They did it propaganda. They did it on purpose. They, they messed the game up, let's just say that, because they came yeah. in there and started mixing up all this bling-bling stuff, try to glorify gold and piece of chains and, you know, lick a bottle you know, you got to have that in your video or else you ain't shit. <laughs> Just keep it 100. That's what gets people really hooked. Nowadays, you yeah. see that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Nah, y'all can have it. You can yeah. have that shit right. Because, man. You know, I'm good with my Hennessy, man. I don't need that crystal, you know. I'm good with the Hennessy. Yeah. Line. See? <laughs> I, hey, I bet, Tulane, I bet you, though, living a lot get tiring, don't it? I mean, man, if you I mean, don't ain't that shit gonna get like? It's exhausting <laughs> when you live when you turn the front and be something you're not, man. It's exhausting. Uh, so you might as well just keep it one hundred. Might as well. Yeah, you know, you live, you live a truth, more peaceful bro. life. Trust me. Just <laughs> 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 live your truth, bro. God damn. Hey, too long, man. I appreciate you, bro. You've been a real one getting everybody these germs, as we call it, because, man, a lot hey, of artists. dropping them gems, man. Yeah, dropping them. See, I'll be calling them germs. It's them. It's them gems. You know, I'm really a humble cat, man. Yeah, just, but you know, sometimes you got to know your work, though, too, though. Right? You got to be confident. Yeah. You got to know how to move. Man, you you should damn do, bro. I'm always ready to help the next one. You know, I'm always ready to, you know, put my hand out and help somebody else grow or learn. Because it's a lot of pitfalls. Let me just say that. Hell (laughs) yeah. Man, I tell you, because, boy, I just reached, man, I reached reached out to you. I'm going to tell you, I just reached out to two lines. I tell her, man, I want the songs on the radio show. And I, I just laid it on his ass, everything I want. Man, I want you on the radio show. I want the songs on the show. And I told him to tune in, man. I tell y'all, I know he be tuning in like he tuned in, bro. But too, <laughs> too late be tuning in like a bitch, man. I, I hope hey, I like he has some roles, yeah. bro. I like, I like the jerking. You know, I like what's going on, man. It's a whole vibe over here, you know. So, (laughs) hey, any any time you know, we could do a part two. I could hit you with music. We could do the whole thing all over again. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't even got to be one time, man. It's it's all family at this point. Hey, 
<laughs> oh, man, you already know. You want to do, bro? Hey, two lines. Oh, go ahead, Fimo. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Go no, ahead. I, I was going to say, man, I was going to say it's just something that came across me, man, and I was going to ask both of y'all. It, they just put out like a minute ago. You know, man, Austria, they're getting ready to introduce a lockdown, man, for everybody that ain't vaccinated. Oof. What? Yeah, man, they're getting ready to do a lockdown, man. Uh... They say they got about 2 million people who have not been fully vaccinated against the 19, and they have been placed in lockdown in Austria as the country faces a surge in the uh, cases, man. So the unvaccinated people will only people be permitted. Down, bro? They will only be permitted to leave home for limited reasons like working or going to buy food. What y'all Where think about that, that man? It just, it just, it just, it just came out, man, from the BBC. In the United States? No, 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 Austria. Uh, Australia. No, no, uh, no, no, is, I think I'm pronouncing, am I pronouncing that right? Oh, my bad, yeah, it's Austria, I think, it's Austria, (laughs) but it's a country in Europe. Oh, yeah, a, I don't know, man. It's kind of it's kind of over there by like uh, up. yeah, yeah. Let Tulane see what he thinks. Yeah, man. let Tulane think first before I answer mine. I'm gonna Ooh, that's a loaded question right there. But let me tell you, I got an answer for you. I got an answer for you. I ain't scared. I answer any question. But let me tell you something. I right. You might be talking about Australia because I know Australia has been having a lot of strict lockdowns and stuff like that. But uh, we got to be real careful as people, you know, because the thing is is that a lot of people have different viewpoints. A lot of different people have a different, you know, uh, stance on this, whether you should be vaccinated or not, you know, so on and so forth. But as far as Australia goes, I feel like it should be a choice for those for those people. Just like currently in America, it's a choice for us, and some other countries, it's a choice for them. I think it's a, it should be a choice for everybody. So, my honest answer is that if you feel like you want to get the vaccine because it's going to help your immune system fight COVID nineteen, or if you want to get the vaccine because you feel like it's going to lower your symptoms or potentially keep you from going into the ICU or prevent you from death, that's your choice. What people are failing to understand about the vaccine is the vaccine is not a cure for COVID-19. It just lowers symptoms and potentially, you know, keeps you from going into more severe conditions. As a result, the COVID-19 vaccine doesn't prevent people from spreading it to each other. So what this means is that even vaccinated people can go be hanging out and having beers at the bar, and they could still get COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Even fully vaccinated people could do that. And, and this is open now in the news. I'm not saying anything that's a secret. So if that's the case, then why are these people making mandates? Why are these people enforcing vaccine rules on people against their will and threatening their jobs and their livelihood and their ability to take care of their families and their kids? Why are we making these types of decisions 
if this is not a cure, it's just simply to it's a you to you protection. It's not a you to me or me to you protection. It's a me to me, and if you got the vaccine, that's a you to you. It has nothing to do with transmission whatsoever, and that's facts. That's fact. Man. Undisputed. It's undisputed facts that the COVID vaccine does not prevent transmission. So if that's the case, why are we making people against their will do this? So we got to watch out. We got to be wise. You know, we got to we got to look out for our neighbors, man. Because I'm telling you, something jump off, man, and it starts spreading around other countries. It's gonna get real. Uh, it's gonna get ugly real fast. Mm-hmm. Hey, I gotta say real quick, I, I, man. It, it is is big chance that to is you know Austria. Austria is, is a country in Europe, man. We got <laughs> listeners there too. Yeah, we got listeners there too, man. So big shout out to them, man. Uh, much love, man. They be they be uh tuning into the shows as well, man. That's kind of what we do with some of our world news. You know, some of the countries that we had that's rocking with us, we'll try to you know get certain things for some of them countries, man, and bring it to the show because like Night Train the Brand I always say. They be tuned in, listening to all our American problems all the time. You know what I'm saying? All so, the time. Hey, hey, global global to global global point, man. hey, it's a global thing. I want to stick up. together on global front. Straight up, That's man. right. And Tulane, man, I think it's no better answer or way to put it than what you said. So, I don't – you said yep, everything I, I, I wanted to say, so – well said, fam. Oh, God damn, well said. I really yeah. do. 100K, man. I really do, man. Clean cut all the way straight down to the bottom of it. Like, no beating around the bush. Just, what's the answer, man? <laughs> That's okay, it. so you're a night trainer brand. What, what's, the, what's the best semi-pro football team in Dallas or the Dallas-Fort Worth area? Man, quit playing, bro. Now, I was fucking with um, Frisco Fighters, bro. Now, Frisco, they kind of pissed me off, bro. Okay. Cause, cause, um, but, but they is the best team that I done seen, man. Them boys out there, the Frisco Fighters, man, them niggas act, man. They a I got to go with talk, man. South Oak Cliff. South Wait a minute. You, we ain't talking about football. We ain't talking about high school. Oh, okay. My bad. No, no. We oh, okay. Y'all, we said semi-pro, but we're going to get into high school, too. I can't say sock, man, because sock wouldn't even let me come there and play for him. Sock told me, <laughs> sock told me, um, you, you, if you were, you were, they found out I was a lame. They say anybody with the last name Lane can't come come to that school. What the oh, fuck? They got from school. Football. I'm not. I'm they not the gangster in the fact. At the time, I wasn't a gangster nigga. You know what I'm talking about? I was a football player. You know what I'm talking about? I played ball, went to school, played sports. Nigga, so I didn't want that name that. So I'm like, fuck Sogden, man. Well, I'll say no, I'll go for Molina Jaguars. I don't fuck with Molina. Nah, why you say Fox <laughs> first, though, bro? Because that's my hood, but I went to Molina High School, so 
Wait a minute. So you, you got you, to play so when you are there by Beckley? Go to school. Yeah. You by Beckley, bro? Not when it's close to Beckley. Yeah, you know, uh, Keystone Post. Yeah, I know about Keystone Post. I know really, you I live in Keystone yeah, really, I live in Kimball District. That's really where I grew up. Like, I use man. But you ain't go to Kimball, though? Nah, I use my grandma's address so I can get in somewhere else because I have, I have friends. You know you know how it is when you clicked up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and you live somewhere, but you use your Kimball address. So you can yeah, you use your Kimball address. And they, they, in high school, they call it a hard <laughs> shit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, a lot, sir. Dude, a couple times. Ain't nothing wrong with it, bro. Nah, man, yeah, I was right there um, on Beckley. I went to Bath Story and everything. I went to Clint P. Russell. Then I went to Bath Story. I posted been going to South because, see, Tulane, I was using my grandmama address right see, down in Arizona. Yeah, I was going to go to South. But, nigga, I use my grandmama address. That's where head and them all stay, head regime, run, run. They all stayed at that household. When when that address came up at Sock, they like, hell no, nah, that's another battle. Like, nigga, I'm yeah. trying to play ball for y'all, bitch, that. But, now, nah, I went to Adamson, though. You know where Adamson at? Yeah, I had friends that went to Adamson, my homie Tim. He went to Adam. Yeah, Trump. man. I went to Adam uh, and hit that ball. Huh? Sunset, my, my dad, uh, my dad. Yeah, no, nah, I hate Sunset, though. I took that bitch ass. That was right with me. Yeah, bitch ass. My dad Your daddy graduated from Sunset? Yeah, yeah. Who he graduated from Sunset. Man, we school back enemies, in the 70s, bro. Man. Oh, see, though, we was the shit back in the 70s, bro. You better go look up them record books. I seen them yeah. boys when when we uh, went back and seen seen how Adamson was acting a fool. Hey, damn. And Sunset was fooling, too, though, back in yeah, the 70s. Yeah, I, I seen the yearbook for Sunset. I seen the yearbook Yeah, for the 70s, Sunset was fucking yeah, around, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it, though. Yeah, yeah. But... To, to be honest with you, though, right now, the best team in Texas right now is, is South Lake Curl. And that little quarterback went to Ohio State early. You know that boy didn't even um, do his senior year too late? Oh, for real? Yeah, that boy. Uh, hell yeah, you already had the scholarship. Man, that boy yeah. skipped his senior year and said, fuck that, man. I'm finna go to college for my my likeness and uh, my player and my likeness. He already got a million dollar deal. You know what I'm talking about? So he's See, like, that boy in the money, man. Yeah, that boy yeah. in the money now, man. Didn't even go his senior year. I'm like, damn. Nigga, we had yeah, to go to school all four years. You hear me? All four years, it wasn't none of that. You see what happened to the Rattler got oh, that out of there. And then, yeah, then he got, he had his game, he was out of there. He, man, what y'all, I've been reading on the, on the um, I've been looking at ESPN and shit, man. They say that boy dropped, draft stock and went totally down, bro. They people don't oh, forgot yeah. about that boy. Oh, yeah. 
But I'm like, do y'all think he'll steal, though, just because he fucked up once? Because you know how college is, bro. If you fuck up and then you got another stud behind you, it's damn near you ain't getting your job back, especially like programs like Oklahoma, bro. You got another nigga sitting back there and you fucking hurt your knee, that's it. Yeah. That's it, because then when that nigga... He can come back and do his thing, you know what I'm saying? He just got to have to get his head back in the game. Man, when they going to give him a shot? You You think about it, that money, he he probably going to transfer out. Because yeah. I don't think he's a, I don't think he's a loyal as you know as player out there, so he gonna probably transfer out, man. And uh, he gonna get some game. He got the he got the potential to be a great quarterback, man. He just got to get his head back in the game. And maybe maybe once he signed, once he got that money, it kind of around the same time frame, his game changed the whole different this year. So mm-hmm. I think that money, man, I think that money kind of maybe, you know what I mean, made him feel itself. You know what I mean? I'm getting, I'm already got a meal. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting paid. So why I got to do this or why I got to do that? That kind of probably might have swept in. I ain't putting it on him, but probably swept in on him because his game changed. And that's the thing. When you get that bread, your game can't go down. <laughs> your game got to either yeah. increase. If they not giving you that money yeah. for your shit to go down. Yeah. And that nigga shit went down, bro. Like, I and don't see him getting back on the field for him, man. Look, look, do you think you let a freshman quarterback come in and school your ass and they put money on you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They like, damn, we put the money on the wrong one. Yeah, I'm the coach finna be bro, on. I, I, yeah, coach finna be yeah. on. Yeah, and then I don't, uh, I don't see him getting no opportunity this year, man. Because if Oklahoma was to go back to the, to him, it's gonna look like they going backwards. Only yeah, reason, man. I, only way Especially I see. Yeah, not after that loss. They got to ride with old boy, man. They they with him to the wheels fall off. Unless unless yeah. he do something that super, unless that dude have a super off crazy game, it, that's it for Ratliff. He probably will get out of there and go to Tennessee or something. Go to um, LSU or something. You know what I'm talking about? Probably hit one of them. But other than that, I can't see that boy coming back, man. It's a wrap for him. Tulane, you you um you into ball, bro? You like football, <laughs> huh? Yeah, man. I like. I'm an all sport man, really though, man. Funny question though. You asked me that. I was sitting here going through some old baseball cards, basketball cards, football cards. I, I used to play. Nigga. Man, you want to trade? Man, you want to trade? Cause here. I got some. Man, let me tell you, I got Emerson. I'm over here looking at. I got Michael Jordan, Larry Bird. Man, I found a whole Ooh. bunch of cards, man. And these cards from the '90s, like early '90s. Yeah. I'm gonna te- tell you something though. I already tried to um, sell some of my cards because I got doubles. Dude told me, yeah, yeah, me too. The nineties, the nineties ain't ready yet, bro. 
He hey, was like, I seen some, I seen some clipping for ten Z's on uh, on eBay though, so I'm like, I gotta look through see, my clips. I ain't fuck, I ain't <laughs> fuck with eBay. I need to fuck with eBay then. Yeah, that's where if it's at. You, hey, too long. When you when, when you find out, let me know, bro, so you can school me on it. Me, I I want some money, bro. I got a, a few doubles, bro. I'm telling you, I, I pulled out, I looked it up. First one I pulled out, I looked it up. It was worth a hundred dollars. It's going for a hundred dollars on eBay, and then I, I saw something going like higher than that. Like I'm talking about ten grand if it's uh, in good condition. And yeah, I'm like, man, I'm gonna have to go get these uh, inspected and see if I can get them certified. Like uh-huh. they can tell you if they uh, what the grade is on them. You know, you know, you know who do that though? I think um, Dallas Silver and Gold do that, bro. Oh, for real? Right That's there, down mean. there in, in Irving. I mean, down yeah. there off of Harry Hines and all that, that, that perfume district, the Chinese district. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right there, man, bro. And then, see, I almost took mine until I called this one dude, and that boy made my energy go down because he was like, send me all the pictures, man. And see, I had the old lad, man. See, I got some old lad baseball cards too, man. And I don't know Me how too. much they worth, bro. And I'm like, hey, and I you got know some, what else uh, I King got? King Griffey Jr., some... Cal Ripley. Oh, yeah. King, see what I'm saying? King Griffey, no King Griffey Jr. Like, yeah. You got his rookie card? Man, I wish I had that. I'm going to look, though. See, I, I still got yeah, three stuff to go through. Wow, this stuff I ain't, I ain't touched. I ain't touched this stuff since I was like a teenager, man. I'm telling you, cause I stopped collecting uh, I stopped collecting cards so much and started collecting comic books for a while. When I got into my teens, like older teenage years, ah, uh, you started, started doing comic books. Started doing comic books, X Men, Spawn, man, uh, all that you stuff. Ain't got, you got some money, bro. I'm a big collector. Let me tell you that I collect Star Wars figures. I'm a big, big collector. Hey, I tell you this though. My mama um, collected some Yu-Gi-Oh cards for me, and I got hey. a bag, bro, that I think them hoes were so much money, two lines I like. So I'm going to sit on these hoes. I've been just Hey, you collect the right hoes, stuff. You never bro. know, man. One yeah, day. you never know, bro. So, hey, two lines, I'm for real, bro. If you, if you... Do that shit on eBay with the cars, bro. Let your boy yeah, know. Yeah, see my flipping a few of them, man, just to see. I know you finna you know. get to his money. Hell, man, please let your boy too long. Don't bullshit me, bro. Now I'm finna you know, inbox you know what, what all made the time. I was actually scrolling through Facebook today, and I saw an ad for eBay. You know how you just see ads like Amazon and stuff yeah. on Facebook? Yeah, And it was actually yeah. eBay. And I saw that it was for cars that had the same, uh, it had the same design on the car, like the frame, mm-hmm. like the old red with the with the black little specks on it, like the old '90s cars, you know, like the tops and stuff. Tops, uh, yeah. And I, and I seen some of them was going for that much, for, for like ten Gs, and I was like, wait a minute, these look like some of the same cars I might have. Like I know I got, I at least got cars from that same series. And so I, yeah. that's what prompted me to start looking through my collection. Like, hold on, let me go back because. I ain't touched this stuff since I was a kid, man. I don't even remember half the stuff I had in here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And see, I bet you y'all, do y'all remember Ricky Waters? Oh, yeah. The running back? 
See, nigga, I got his rookie. I mean, he got his college card. Like, I got a few, few of them of that college cards, man. When they were coming yeah. out of college, <clears throat> like um, what was that Seahawks running back, Alexander, Sean Alexander? Man, I got, oh, yeah. I got some of his college cards, bro. Um, man, I got a few dudes, man. So. Tulane, you done got me excited to eBay, huh? Yeah, look them up on there. If you got certain ones, look up look up the card on eBay. You never know. If it's in decent condition, you know, yeah, you can probably yeah, start a, yeah. uh, Man, put a starting bid for like, you know, put a starting I'm bid for it. like 10, 15 bucks or something and then set Man, out the, uh, the end rock. date for like a couple weeks. Yeah, and just, and just see how much people bid on it. Yeah. See, you know, I'm about to do that shit, bro. Cause I'm worst case scenario, car for ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, cause I ain't taking nothing less. If I set that bitch, it's safe. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> spot, at least. Yeah, I'm gonna get ten of y'all. I ain't finna sell that hoe. <laughs> ten to get in like a mug, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Fuck you, Tommy. This hoe ain't. Hey, this hoe ain't leaving the house. Hey, Tulane, you you into them verses, bro? What's that? Because I am oh, the, um, the verses, yeah, the verses battles. Because see, I wasn't into it. I had, I mean, I am into the verses, but like the one that had, I had stopped. I I stopped looking at it after um after that. Now Jada kids to 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 what you call it, man? Man, fuck that locks versus um Dipset. Oh, I'm like, damn, that's I, I the last cool. one I looked at. Yeah, I think it's cool that they're doing that because, you know, we got to stay in the pain, man. We still got to hear hear from these artists that we used to love and we grew up, you know, listening to. Mm, like, we still need okay. to hear from them. And so, and so I think it's a good way for these artists to, you know, forget the whole competitive aspect of who's better. Let's just, let's just enjoy it. Let's celebrate the artists, man. We could call it a verse, yeah. but, like, but let's celebrate. It don't gotta be all that riff rap though. That's where they need to cut that out. Like if you come in and do a verse, I don't care if you so and so and so and so top artists of the, of the whole world all time, and y'all some of the mm-hmm. best artists. I don't care about all that competitiveness. Man, I don't care who better. Like I'm here to appreciate it's just the entertainment you know? boy. Yeah, yeah, it's the entertainment. Man, I, I, That's what I like. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I am a big R and B fan. So all my um, Brand fans who females, y'all know I love y'all back. You hear me? Um, trying, trying, talking to you. Now, I did like that Bobby Brown and McKee Sweat one, man. I'm a huge R&B fan. That's you ain't take that one You ain't take that one out. Nah, I'm going to have to if hey Tulane, if if you smoke, famo, if anybody smoke, man, y'all gonna have a little drink. If y'all drink, whatever y'all into, man, y'all need to go check that versus out. That thing there was good, man. That hey, you you can even man, me and my girl was on a date. I'm telling y'all, we was on a date in our room. She had cooked <laughs> and everything. Thing. We ate like uh, smothered chicken and uh, mashed potatoes and gravy. Man, we set our little, our little thing up. Our phone went to our TV. 
And man, we enjoy. You know how much that concert would have cost it, famo. Sure, grip. Man, you know how much that hoe would have cost it if, if we would have went to the Gas Monkey Lounge down there in Deep Ellum. Man, oh, yeah. that hoe would have that would have ran us at least one hundred and fifty dollars each. So uh, what's that? One, two, three hundred right there. That's probably that, tickets, though. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not even including what you're gonna spend on drinks. On drink, you you add this motherfucking um yeah, I'll say probably probably cold rack easy. Yeah, bro, probably. we kind of say the cold rack, bro. Ooh, yeah, I ain't think to. about it like that too. Man. Ooh, we we save some money. Yeah, Damn, you. man, I went on an expensive ass day too late in my room. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you got to do hey, it, though. You gotta that's how you got to do, do it. it. Yeah, man, I think about that, though, fam. That's that tender love and care, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but other than that, man, what else you want to say? That's how women deserve to be treated, you know? Man, quit playing, you hear me? Boy, massage on their feet every night. Hey, hey you hey, you a win out there. Shout out to all the ladies out there, though, for real. Yeah, all the ladies. I'm, oh. Hey, all my brand fans, my female fans love me, and I love them back. You know, um, stay tuned in with <laughs> Hey. Stay tuned in with you, boys, man. It's the Tulane James interview, man. It's how dope as fuck. Tulane, I've been wanting you to come on, bro. Whenever you want hey, to come ready, on, Famo, come on, man. Ready, man. And, and you know what? Hey, yeah, I know you will be ready. Y'all asked the right questions, man. You know, y'all asked the right questions. Wait a minute. Really? I, I feel like I got, I, I got a chance to say what I really wanted to say. Everything. You know, because... It's just the vibe. Wait right a now. minute. I ain't, I ain't asked you the, the real deal question, though. What's that? When, man, what you use to wash your clothes? Like, you into tie, game? Like, do you use fabric softener? You know what I'm talking about? Like, I, what you into when you wash? When little ain't James wash his clothes or his girl or your wife wash your clothes, what y'all using over there? Man, you know Tulane James sick and tired. Ooh, that tired ain't nothing wrong with that tie, <laughs> man. Hey, I use... you get them tired tars, That's all you got to do is drop a tired tar in that Hey, you know what? <laughs> man, I'm still into the liquid. I'm going to have to go on and fuck with the tired pods because... You know, I know I feel like, and I'm going to throw about 10 of them hoes in my shit, and I know I don't need 10. So hey, drop like, two of them Drop it through the sand. It'll be good. It's going to do them good. Them for a big load. You know what I'm saying? For a big load. Damn. That's what I'm going to do, bro. If you're doing a lot of jeans, like heavy loads, yeah, you got to drop a couple of them, maybe three. There you go, man. Two lanes, yeah. dang, you. We be taking up a couple man. lanes, you know. There you go. Hey, that's why your name. You, hey, you how you wear get that nine? Bro, how you come up with the nine two lane, though? Well, you I'm going to tell you, man. Me that. That's a whole other story in itself, but, man. Rest in peace to my partner, Carlos. My partner, Carlos Savala. I went to school with him, high school with him, and, uh, He's the one that gave me the name, so 
This was I was probably like uh I think I was like eighteen. Yeah, I was eighteen. I had just got my driver's license. And uh I was kinda swerving the lane a little bit. And this was back in the day, you know what I'm saying? And you know when you were young, still you you that age, you underage, you know how we go about our way to get to get the get the drink, you know what I'm saying? We used to go down mm-hmm. the Trinity River liquor stuff. Yeah, and, you know. You find a dude, you know, give him a couple couple extra dollars, you know, hey, hook it up, go in there and give me a bottle or something, you know, give me some drink. We had all drinking. And uh we was on our way to the beer store and it was like it was just about to hit twelve o'clock, you know, that's when the beer store would open back in the day. <laughs> we yeah. trying to make it to the beer store right when they open. And so we on the way to the beer store. And I'm kind of dipping in the lane a little bit, you know, swerving a little bit. And my partner, Carlos, is like, damn, two lanes, James. And I was like, hey. I was like, and it was like the whole world just stopped revolving for a minute. Like the whole world just stopped in motion. And I was like, say, man, they got a ring to it. Before that, they used to call me Spoonie G. But see, Spoonie G is actually an old school rapper that already exists. I spelt it different. Uh-huh. But I had to come with something a little more original. And so since yeah. his name was given to me by my homie, my late homie, it was also in honor of my father. My father's name is James, <clears throat> and he passed when I was 20. So between the time of, uh, <clears throat> you know, the name being given to me from my homeboy, I was about 18, and then my dad passed about two years later, that really kind of gave me more mo- motivation to do music and to and to do something to like represent my father, and so Tulane James stuck as a name to honor my father just as much as it was a, a term that was coined by my homie for my for my wild driving and stuff. So it's mm. kind of like a mix. It's a mix of you know swerving lanes, a mix of but, it's all, but it's also you know it's also in memory of my father. Well, so, damn, yeah. you building a legacy with it. That's exactly what it is. It's a James Gang legacy. My grandfather's name was James too. My middle name is James. Oh. So it's a, it's a James Gang legacy. Uh, oh, that's exactly what man, it is. See, that's exactly what it is, bro. You gotta keep that exactly. shit going. Damn. And then exactly. let me ask you this: Is you in mm-hmm. the UFC, bro? UFC? Yeah, you went to UFC? Nah. I wish. Dang, what what <laughs> kind of other sports you into? You into like bodybuilding? Well, yeah, I see, Tulane, I, yeah, well, I, I didn't want to give him all that. I didn't know if you wanted me to put that out there, bro. Yeah, I, I, I'm a weightlifter, like, man. You know, I bodybuilding. You know, I man, like man, that. Man, see, since you, hey, since you put it out there, bro. Y'all don't let him know how you uh, started that shit, bro. Oh, man. So, so probably about 10 years ago, I used to weigh 200 and, how much did I weigh? 250 pounds. Mm -hmm. So, so I was two lanes for real, for real. Like, like when people, (laughs) people found out my name was two lanes, they thought it was because of that. Because I was really taking up two lanes. But, nah. I was a little chunky, you know what I'm saying, a little bit. And uh, I, I used to have, like, a little rap that I had a, a little nickname for myself. It was, like, uh, 
white foot chunk macadamia nut, something like that. And so yeah, it was just kind of <laughs> it was kind of like you know I was making I was poking fun at my weight at first. Wait, 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 wait. No, then, no, no, you said you had a name for yourself called what? The white foot chunk macadamia nut. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause, cause I, cause I had a little thickness, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, still a handsome man, you know. Okay. Just, Crazy. I knew how to carry it. Let's just say that I knew how to carry it. And so, mm-hmm. over time, though, being on stage, you know, I'll get winded, man. I'll get out of breath, and it just something in me over time wanted to 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 perform better, to get on mm-hmm. stage, perform better, and so. That's what started my journey, my venture on to do bodybuilding and stuff and losing weight. That's really what kind of my Smart. image and stuff, trying 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 to help just better my image, you know. And uh-huh. it was a lot of other things that was motivating me too, you know. Carlos, my homie Carlos that gave me the name Tulane James, he had passed away. And my mom had passed away. People was passing away and a lot of it was related to health issues. And so, you know, looking in the mirror, looking at myself, thinking about these things, you know, like trying to figure out how to improve my longevity more than anything, like just how to how to be healthier. That's what uh-huh. really kind of kind of you know kickstarted me, man. And and my son-in-law, he uh he this dude, he's kind of the opposite. He was real skinny. But he started packing on all his muscles, man. The dude was getting ripped. And when I seen what he was doing, I was like, man, what are you doing? Like, how? That's, that's insane. What are you doing? What are you taking? Dude, natural, right? All natty. Mm-hmm. So I started following him, man. We started going to the gym together. You know, dude, this is before he married my daughter. <laughs> so, you know, mm-hmm. dude, you know, we become bros. You know, like, we found. We found him. So, mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just uh, having somebody there to keep you, you know, hold you accountable. It helps. You know, that's that's number really, one. Really, bro? Having, having somebody that the, there to is that the, that's, that's the secret right there, having somebody with you? That's the secret, man. You got to have a mentor. You can't, you can do this yourself. You can. I'm not, I'm not going to tell anybody they can't because you can. You can do this all by yourself. And I can do this by myself now. But for a while there, I was going through a phase where I didn't know what to do and I didn't know how to do it. And it helped to have somebody there to push me and say, you could do this, Uh you know? And after about six months of doing that, I saw immediate results. Like within eight months, six to eight months, pounds just started dropping off, man. Next thing you know, I got under 200. I was 185 at one point. I got so skinny. I was like, no, I need to pack on some muscle now. So I reversed the process and actually started bulking, bro. No, nah, no what? bullshit. I got so skinny, I had to start bulking so, so I can gain muscle mass. Wait, back. wait, wait a minute. Explain to the fans that they don't understand. Hold on. Too long. I lost 50 pounds. I lost over 50 pounds. You lost like so pounds. much weight to where yeah. you say I'm too skinny. Exactly. And I need to start bulking. I'm not... I understand the term, but when you say booking, he not saying he's finna go eat crazy. He he packing on muscle now. Muscle. It's a yeah. it's a difference. You gotta wow, have protein. Crazy. You know, it's certain things, supplements you gotta have. You know, water. Hey, did, yeah. 
So know, there's certain you things you got to do. Yeah, did I did. Uh, yeah, I, I started my protein intake is is a big thing to me. Like how much protein I, I intake. I think about how much protein I'm getting out of the foods that I eat on a daily basis. I think about that first, and then I try to figure out how much more protein I need to add. You know, on top of that, whether I need to drink a protein shake or supplement in some way. The thing that I found that's the hardest about protein is that you have to eat a lot of food and potentially, you know, consume a lot of calories just to get the amount of protein you need on a daily basis. That's that's the pro, that's the epidemic that we're against as as Americans. Really, uh, you know, a lot of our food is processed. A lot of, you know, just speaking for Americans, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard to get the protein content that you need out of the foods unless you just straight eat chicken all day. Because chicken is one of the biggest sources of protein, right? right. <laughs> Unless you eating just nothing but chicken so, all day, wait, wait you almost minute, have wait to. Wait a minute! Wait a minute, Tulane. Is that mm-hmm. we see bodybuilders eating chicken all the time and they die? Most likely because that's the easiest way to get protein with the less amount of calories. Uh-huh. Because 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 part of dieting is controlling your calories. What's that? It's it's gems or germs. Cause I call them germs. You dropping germs? Gems. Gems. All right, yeah. go ahead, bro. Cause you you was on the protein. Yeah. So you know, I'm not a diet. I'm not a professional, you know, I'm I'm an artist, I'm not a dietary professional, but hey, like we said, we don't always got to be on the music tip, we talk about other things in life, right? Just a tip tip for people listening, (laughs) you got to have a certain amount of protein in your diet per day in order to burn the fat, in in order to give you the energy that you need to burn that fat, and in order to give your muscles the nutrients that your muscles need to grow. So, Protein is a very important thing, but you don't want to overdo it because you don't want to consume too many calories in the process of getting that protein. So you pretty much have to, I almost feel like you you almost have to take extra protein, like protein shakes or something to supplement because what protein shakes do is they give you more protein with less amount of calories. You could get a lot more protein out of a shake it's it's not Man, healthy you. to just drink it's not healthy to just drink nothing but protein shakes. But I'm saying what I'm saying is figure out how much protein you already already gonna eat in a day. So if you go in the mm-hmm. hall of chicken because you mad at Rudy's, which I heard about that oh, by the way, trend. Sorry that happened. Oh, Sorry for that yeah, man. That hurt my heart. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> when you go to hall, how, how much protein hey, is in that chicken? Wait a minute, you wasn't even part of that episode, man. Big shout out hey, to I'll be you, listening. bro. I'll be listening. Oh, that's that going to show you, y'all. This boy really listen, man. That shit brought damn near to tomorrow, bro. I appreciate it. Go ahead, bro. But for example, Night Train, when you go to Harvard <laughs> and you get your chicken yeah. dinner, Google it and figure out how much calories and how much protein is in that meal. Okay, for a male, for the average male, you should probably be getting a gram of protein per body, uh, 
per pound that you weigh. So depending on how much you weigh, I would say for, for that's for somebody who's already bodybuilding, who's already kind of in the in the diet, in the routine. You could probably start with uh-huh. 0.7, 0.8, 0.8, 0.7 or 0.8 grams of protein per pound that you weigh. So multiply how much ever you weigh times 0.7 grams. That's how much protein you need. So you could easily figure out how much protein you are already getting by the foods that you eat. Just just figure out how much, you know, how much protein is in this or that while you're eating it. And then that's how much mm-hmm. more you need to go. And you'll see how much you you, you might be lacking in protein. Just is by tallying up the, what you eat on a daily basis. Is it only the protein intake? Worry about like when you worry about the vegetables. Vegetables don't matter. Oh yeah, vegetables matter. You gotta get your greens. Green I'm beans saying like, the best thing you can do. I'm saying like, do you gotta watch that intake? Is it an intake on that that you gotta take or you can eat as many of those? What can you eat as much of as you want, like a keto diet? Yeah, I mean vegetables is good all the way, but me I know you and me. I know how you like to eat. I right. seen I seen the Instagram. I seen the bottle of good boys. Uh, I seen Ew. I seen that. Yeah. I seen the barbecues yeah. and I seen the links. And yeah. The stuff. yeah. 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 <laughs> you be making me hungry, bro. You be making me hungry. Too late, my bad, bro. Cause you know I don't eat super healthy, bro. So I know as a bodybuilder. No, nah, but like, you know what? That's true. But you know what? That's the same way I eat though, but in moderation. You know, like in moderation. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I might have Damn, a, a couple good home cooked meals with some green beans and you know some stuff like that. I might have a couple of those. Not always eating fast food and eating out all the time. I treat myself with like it's moderation. You got to you know, but but calorie intake is is what you got to measure because with so much protein intake, calories come with it. So you have to like what I did was I created an Excel spreadsheet and I started tracking my stuff daily. All right, here's what I'm eating for breakfast. Here's how much calories it has in one column. Here's how much protein it has in the other column. All right, here's what I have for lunch. Here's what I have for dinner. Once you start tallying all that stuff up, total calories, total proteins, then guess what? Now you start figuring out what you need to exclude. All right, I need to take them fruit oh. snacks out. I need to take them oh, you know, gummy bears geez. out of there. You know, whatever it is because you're getting too many calories. If you're going oh. over 3,000 calories, you probably need because two thousand is the, the the recommended diet, but that's for like you know skinny skinny, skinny, skinny I, don't, I don't even th- I don't even think two thousand is really a good. <laughs> I think you need more than that to live. To tell you the for truth. real, bro. Hold I say, say, say three thousand four thousand calories. If you're going over four thousand calories, man, you better have some good protein in them calories. Well, so what could take could have could have could have Kind of ice cream take you over three thousand calories. Just one pint of ice cream, like what could take you? <laughs> over? It probably can. Really? But, but you mean, know what? Bro, the, day, be... the day that I eat a pint of ice cream, I'm going to the gym that day. <laughs> Stop playing, man! Because I can eat a pint like that, bro. I feel so can bad, I, Ben and Jerry's? Man, man yeah, God. Damn, Ben and Jerry's, too. Too bad. I know it was that. You say you. If they had that two for five special, oh man. Yeah, it's over. 
It's so. You know, I like ben them cheesecake ice cream. Not to I like the different kind of cheesecake in it. Oh, yeah, them cheesecake chunks. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. man. Yeah, too, That's man. That's what I'm right there. Oh man, man, yeah. You know, Ben and Jerry took me away from um from um Bluebell, bro. Bluebell, me but too, then, bro. They but then me. I'ma tell you, I'ma tell you this though. Talent took me away from Ben and Jerry. Have you tasted talent? No, I don't think I heard of that one. Too late. Oh man, you might, you you might be putting me on or something, bro. Bro, that bitch coming like this clear little jaw with a black top. The, the packaging is a fully wooly, bro. I think I see too lame. They it got look, some of the it look bougie. Man, it. Our, yeah, it, it looks bougie, bougie, bro. It's bougie <laughs> ice cream. You heard? <laughs> yeah, too lame. You just you just not got none, man. That shit bougie. Then a bitch like. Bro, I only eat the bougie, um, I'm gonna the bougie. I'm going to have to my game up, bro. You know, man, that talent going to take you away from being <laughs> in Jerry, man. I'm I see it. I, I think like, I just ain't. I think yeah, I just you ain't just ain't. Because I've seen the sales on that bougie. Yeah, I've seen the sales on the Jerry. I skipped it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I could have helped bro, it. Bro, that shit crap. Yeah, so, man. Hey, but now continue to give us some more germs on this bodybuilding shit, bro. My bad, man. Yeah. So, so bodybuilding, let me tell you one more gem for you on that. You got to work your whole body. If you want to lose your midsection, you want to lose your stomach, you can't just do abs. Why? Because your whole entire skin, your whole entire body is one organism, and it's all stretched out based on how much fat you have. In your whole body, Dang. the more you reduce fat in your whole body, which means doing chest day and shoulder day and back day and leg day, you know, ab day, cardio, you got to do everything. You got to fit it into your regime. You got to do maybe break it up in parts, you know, do a couple of muscle groups in one day. And the next day, next day, go do a whole different muscle group and change it up. But you got to work every muscle part. That's the whole point. That's what's essential. That's what's key. Because the more you work each body part, eventually your body, your skin as an organism is going to shrink. And the last place it's going to go is from your stomach. Why? Because of gravity and because of where fat stores in your stomach and the, the weight of it pulling down. That's why naturally your, your, your gut sticks out naturally. Because it's the weight, it's the gravity of where it's located. Right? It's not, it's not rocket science. It's just the way things work. But in order to reduce that stomach fat in that midsection, you have to work every body part. You can't just go in there and do a bunch of abs and a bunch of crunches and thinking that it's just going to go away. It's not going to work. It's not going, man. Hey, too long. I'm going to tell you So You want me to be 100K because we is 100K, bro. Let's you fucked me up with you fuck me up with that, bro, because you told me exactly, because I was thinking the exact opposite. If I want to lose my ball of good, I'm going to go in here and just do crunches and work on this area. Man, you fucked me nope. up, bro. All that's going to do is it's going to build a muscle underneath. <laughs> 
But, but your whole body get rid of his pain. needs to be worked out. Exactly. Your whole body needs to be worked out. Man, you fuck me. Two-line, you fuck So you me can still up. do... So, here's, here's a regime for you. Monday or Tuesdays, because Mondays be busy at the gym. I don't even like going on Monday. So some of them go on Tuesday. Take a day off on Monday, rest day. But Tuesday, uh-huh. go in and do legs and back. Skip leg day. Make sure you do legs. What happens is for a male, giving y'all some game right here, for a male, when you do leg day, that activates your testosterone. Because why? Why? I like Testosterone this. comes from your lower region. Oh, testosterone see. comes from your legs, from your, from your groin. Right? So you got to work legs to activate that. When you do leg day first in the week, that's going to benefit you through the rest of your week. So when you do your chest day and you do your arm day and you do your shoulder, having already did legs and that soreness kicking in and, and activating that testosterone and getting that flowing through your body, it's going to reap benefits throughout the rest of the week. So do leg day first, then do back because why? Because back is connected to legs. Your hamstrings run all the way up through your back. It's connected. Those muscle groups are connected. So you could do legs and back in one day. You could do them together. Then the next day, go hit your chest and your arms because now you're going to have a pump. You're going to be pumped from doing the leg day before you're going to have this energy. The next day, that testosterone is going to be running through your veins. You're going to be hitting that chest, that bench press like a beast because you're like, man. You know what I'm saying? Now, you do chest. You do a little bit of arms. You know, just warm up your arms. Arms, biceps, the, the key to getting big arms is to work your triceps just as much as your biceps, because your biceps aren't the first thing you notice. Your triceps uh-huh. are the exterior, the exterior part of your arm. So what the fuck? You do chest, you do arms, then you next day you could do shoulders. You know, and you can just mix it up. And different days do and see we work the the same body part twice a week. So maybe Thursday we revisit leg day again and back day again. Friday uh-huh. chest again. Saturday, shoulders again. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Sunday, take the day off. Saturday, take two days take off day a off. week? Yeah, I usually take two a week. Hmm. Two rest days a week. You're on your sometimes rest sometimes I do a wild card. Rest days. What's too, a wild card? Sometimes, you know. You just don't feel like going. Listen to your body. That's what the wild Sometimes. card is. Yeah, like if if it's Wednesday, I'm supposed to go do chest or 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 shoulders, and I'm like, man, I'm already I'm already worn out from the last couple of days. Listen to your body, because rest is just as as important as the games you're trying to see. See, the thing that people don't realize is that rest, sleep, is very important. If you're not getting seven hours of sleep a night, you need to change that. You're not getting at least six. You need to change that. If you're getting five or four hours of sleep, you need to change that. Sleep is where you see the games happen. Sometimes you'll be on overdrive. You'll be working out, and you feel like you plateaued, like I'm not seeing no difference. That's because you're overworking yourself. Take a break, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Pump your brakes. Every once in a while, you got to rest, and you got to let your body heal. And I tell you, man, on the days that I rest, 
sometimes on the days when I rest, I see more changes in my physique because all that hard work I've been putting in, I'm giving my body a chance to actually show me, right, what that work is right. doing. Right. So rest is just as important, man, as going hard. Yeah, you got to go hard in the mug in there, but you also got to rest and, and pay attention to your body when it needs it. Because you don't want to mess up and and and, uh, and go in there and and have a an injury, right? And mess yourself you up can't so you can't even go in there no more, right? Yeah. So don't get o- don't get overzealous just because you want to race to try to lose weight or whatever it is your objective is. Not take it slow, take it easy, enjoy it, and let it be a part of a way to you know to get things off your chest. That's that's what working out is for me, man. It's a way to go in there, you know. Hitting the microphone sometimes, that's a way for me to get stress off, you know? Mm-hmm. Same thing for the gym. Gym in the studio is like my sacred places, man. Like, don't don't mess with me while I'm in there because that's where I'm trying to escape the rest of the world, <laughs> you know? like Right. It's business time, man. When it comes to that stuff, man, I'm like... Two lines. You done gave, man. You done drive some shit on us today. I'm free. Hey. Man, this bodybuilding shit, man, you done fucked me up, bro. I did not yeah. know I have to work my out Instagram, my whole body. My Go Instagram ahead. got a lot, of, a lot more bodybuilding stuff on it. Uh, just because that's where I post a lot of my stuff when I'm in the gym, workouts. You know, it, it just, some of the pictures of uh, of the changes that I made, you know, you can check them so out. So they can see the Instagram. transformation on your, on your Instagram? Yeah, you sure can. I got some pictures that show you what I look like, you know, when I was like 250 compared to whenever I dropped down on the 200. Get some pictures. You scroll through enough, you'll see them. There you go, people. Hey, can you tell them what gym you use or what what's one of your favorite machines in the gym? Yeah, right now, right now I go to uh, Texas Family Fitness. I used to go to UFIT, but I kind of bounce around here and there. But uh, mm-hmm. I would say, as far as my favorite thing, man, it's probably bench. Just because bench press. Yeah, just because even when I was younger, when I was like 15, you know, my pops had a weight bench in the backyard, and I just, I just, I, I've always been good at hitting bench. Like I've always kind of had like pretty good chest games just because of that. Like I've always had a pretty good structure. Cause uh, mm-hmm. you know my pops taught me my pops taught me how to live a bench you know how to hit benches so you know hey hey do you do you got a, a boxing bag a punching bag in your house like that you be working out oh, yeah. on oh, oh yeah I got an Everlast I'm I'm looking at it right now for it hey wait where where you get your Everlast from Amazon actually this one was given to me man like. I got so much workout equipment that I've that I've got for uh, either giving away because people couldn't fit it in their place no more, or like garage sale, yard sales. Like I'll pick mm-hmm. up stuff. I got I got two weight benches. I got a punching bag, and I got a uh, what you call it a cable machine where you can do all kinds of cable exercises on it. What uh? And then I got a treadmill your, too. What you call your gym, bro? You got a name for your gym? It's a gym slash studio. Fitting to me because I'm building a booth in this mug too. But it's just my garage. I have all in one, huh? Man, you gotta come up with a name. 
Bro, you got to come up with a name for that hoe and make you a banner, bro. Yeah, I'm telling you, so man. When you, like, when you working out too long, you can look up there and look at your banner and shit, bro. Yeah. All right, so you can yeah, have, have all in one in that bitch, boy. Soon as you done working out, you going to hit the boots. Fuck it. I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh, man, it's too long. Is it anything else, bro? Because you know I'm fanning out, bro. I about to, you fuck me up about the the fucking um, bodybuilding. Damn, though, I hate that I have to work out everything to lose my ball of good, bro. Even though I don't want to lose it, you know what I'm talking about? But I do know, man, I ain't seen my six-pack too long since my junior year in high school, bro. I tell you what, I man. Just take it one day at a time, and maybe yeah. start with chest. You know, start with the bench. Cause here's the thing: like you, you burn so many calories from weightlifting. The thing that I, the like the pitfall that I kept falling into, whenever I started out, was trying to do a bunch of cardio too. Like doing nothing but cardio and running and running, and I still wasn't really losing my midsection like I wanted. The weightlifting mm-hmm. is really where it kicked in the high drive. And the reason is because mm-hmm. you burn a whole lot of calories. Now, cardio is still important because you also want to take good care of your heart because your heart is what's pumping all the blood in the first place. You want to definitely take, definitely want to not skip out on cardio. But don't think that cardio is going to do it, do it all. Even for women, even for the right. ladies out there, it's a lot of ladies that fall into this misconception that they're going to bulk up and they're going to look crazy, they're going to look all buff. No, honey, that's if you take some kind of steroid or some kind of like you know injection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You might tone up. You might tone up, and you might get a little tone, you know, body, and, and your muscles might show a little bit for a lady. But even ladies gotta lift weights. And and if you a lady that's just sleeping on that because you think you're gonna get big, baby girl, let me tell you right now, man, that that weightlifting can do wonders for you. Skip mm-hmm. the cardio and running your legs off and hurting your knees. Do some chest, do some shoulders, do some back. Try try out some of the machines that you ain't tried out yet in the gym. And that'll change your life. Dang. It'll change your whole life. Hey, is it any kind of like, do you take extra vitamin C, D, E? Like, what kind of vitamins are you, are you taking vitamins? Yeah, I recommend, you know, for anybody, male or female, I recommend you take a multi-purpose vitamin just because that's going to help make sure you get, like, a lot of the essentials, right? But as far as, like, as far as other supplements, dietary supplements, I mean, like, I use protein shakes just to, just to help get that extra protein. Um, for muscle building, I'll use creatine. And make sure you drink a lot of water, though. And creatine, what Why? that does is it helps it helps store water in your muscle, and you need water. Your your muscle needs water and protein to be able to grow. In order to feed those muscles, you need water and protein. And what creatine does is it helps retain water. It helps you store water. So what's going to happen is you're probably going to gain some water weight in the process. So understand that. But that's nothing you can't burn off, right? Mm-hmm. So that's just that's just a couple of supplements that I use. There's uh, Cause see, I like remember that. 
I remember Creatine, man. Um, how do you feel about? You remember I seen this this um, post on Instagram. Like they get these injections, bro, where it build that muscle up in their arm or their abs. What you, what is that they taking in in that? Where it look like they've been working, but it's just the shot. Yeah, so you got steroids, and then you got also, you know, testosterone, which is something that's already naturally in the body. And I don't think there's necessarily a problem with uh, with the testosterone aspect of it because you know that's something that's already natural. And and if you have a, if your doctor says you know you could use a boost, then you know a, a testosterone booster or a shot. Uh, isn't necessarily a bad thing, but a lot of bodybuilders would do that. Um, I'm completely natural. I don't take nothing at all. No testosterone, no steroids. It's all just hard work. Nah, yeah, yeah. I know you. But, I know you. You are natural. Yeah, I like to be natural, but that's just me. But you know, my buddy, he's won a few trophies. You know, he's uh he's definitely all in it. So I learned a lot from him too. Really? But, you know, you he got some you trophies, have guys, bro. Oh yeah, he uh we just went down to San Antonio uh in October and he got fifth place and it was the San Antonio uh classic. And um hey, you know, you we were trying to we were trying to get that first place. Them I thought about it, you know. Come on, Tulane, what what's taking you so long, bro? I still got some work to do, but you know. It's a work in progress. I gotta hey, come. Off, I gotta come down off my bulk phase. You know, I gotta. I gotta trim down a little bit. I'm carrying a little extra it's, weight right now. It's different it's weight classes in that though. Yeah. Plus, it's like you know, you could do. He's doing men's men's physique, so you could do men's physique, or you could do like the actual like classic bodybuilding, where it's like more heavyweight. You know, there's there's definitely weight classes. There's also age class too. Oh, see, I, I, I mean, is it kind of like wrestling? I know wrestling. I mean, in the, in like high school wrestling, it was weight classes, and I know about physique. Like when you say physique, you mean like how slim you is? You showing out the cuts? Like the big, the the big boys? Is they showing out the more the cuts? Like, how, what's the judging on that, bro? Yeah, so it's different kind of judging for both for like physique versus actual body, like the classic, you know, classic bodybuilding. Um, th- those are more muscular, like the classic bodybuilders, and those dudes probably like generally in a in a older age group. Generally, uh-huh. the younger, the younger, uh, younger cats are probably going to be in men's physique at first because it's more about showing your tone and your composition, like uh-huh. you know how you look. It's more about how you look and how fit you look. You know, how, yeah. like, if you got the V taper, you got certain things, yeah, muscles have to do with it. But it's not so much about size as it is with classic bodybuilding. You know, that's more about size. Like, okay, this dude bigger than this dude, yeah, he probably going to win. You know, right. Just because he's bigger. <laughs> right. That's just how they judge that. But. Oh shit! See, we want some other shit. Hey, two lines. Let you know, bro. We on out the records. They about to get ready to cut us off. Can you give the fans your information again, big guy? Yes, sir. 
Tulane James. You can find me at TulaneJames.com. That'll get you anywhere else you need to go as far as following me on social media. You can find me the same way. Just punch in Tulane James. And just remember, it's Lanes with a Z. Tulane James, the original Tulane and the official Tulane. There you go. Um, is there anything else you want to know about, Super Shouts out to Top On It Radio Network. You know, we jerking. We keeping it 100K. We jer- hey, Tulane, bro, we got to get you back, bro. And what what other projects you working on real quick? And man, let's see. I'm I'm working on a booth right now because I want to do a lot more homegrown stuff. I like I like being able to just have on the time. Booth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and uh-huh. so there's going to be a lot of new stuff being cooked up here this winter. I'm going to be finishing the booth, going into bro, spring. Bro, you don't fuck with me, bro. Hey, we got to do something. Man, you going to let me That's hop on, something, bro. I get YL hey, I to make a beat. Come on, bro. Hey, I, hey, I need YL man. to make a beat. I've been, I been wanting him to make a beat, so we need to definitely make that happen, man. Yeah, I, man, I, I'll, I'll get YL to do a beat, and, and we're yeah. going to come through, bro. Yeah, we I'm need some new now. I'm ready. Yeah. Hey, but in the meantime, we're going to hit him with that wait a minute pretty soon. I'm going to make sure to see him. Oh, yeah, call. hey. I'm waiting on you on that, fam. I, I told you, man. I say, nah, I can't do him to. I, I seen it. it. It crossed my mind, but I'm like, man, I'm just going to get Tulane on this hole to let him get yeah. to him. But, man, you fucked him up with that one tonight, bro. They ain't no shit about that, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, ain't no, no we shit go back, about We go back a little bit. Yeah, wait till they hear that bitch, man. But yeah, so what else you were working on, though? Go ahead. Your booth. So I'm just just working on some stuff, you know. Um, working on the booth. Basically trying to get it to where I could do everything in house, where I don't even got to go nowhere. Cause mm-hmm. you know, going to studios and paying for studio time. You know, I've been doing that for years and years and years. And there's just nothing like. Not having a time limit and saying, "Well, man, I only booked two hours, so I gotta, I gotta rush." And no, nah, man, if if you want something to sound good, you'll take however long you need to make that sound good. Don't rush it. it don't don't think mm-hmm. it's one or two hours. And, and and even then, if I go, you know, pay for studio time, I'll tell the engineer if I don't feel like it's, it's ready, if it's right, I say I'll come back tomorrow. Or when can you book me again? Because it ain't over. Like mm-hmm. we ain't saying that this is over right now. Until I yeah. feel so, you know, till I feel yeah. hundred about it. And that's, that's how you how treat you your music, man. Don't rush it. Take yeah. your time with it, man. Bake it right. You know, it's like you're putting something in the oven, man. You don't want to uh, turn the heat up too much and then fry it. You know, you want to <laughs> that's right. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.